0: Peter! Everyone, the tomb is open. He's alive! That's not possible. I saw him! Mary, maybe it was someone else. You think i mad? Peter! See the tomb for yourself! Now, do you believe me? But he's gone. Gone? No. He's back. I need a cup and some wine. What happened? His body. His blood. I am the way. The truth. And the light. Top down team. When the Holy Spirit comes to you, you'll receive power. The power of the Holy Spirit can be with you all, wherever you are. Go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Peace be with you. brothers, my sisters, we have work to do. Good morning, everybody. So good to see you. Wow. Um, look, I want to, before I start the message, I just need to pay attention to who's in the room and the Holy Spirit's in the room. Like, I didn't even have to invite him to come today. Sometimes I got to beg and plead for the guy to get in the building. But not today, because you have a hungry heart for the Lord. And whenever there's this affection and there's this hunger and there's this desire to connect with the Lord spiritually, the Holy Spirit just wants to hang out with you. And so he's sitting next to you. No, it's not your spouse. The Holy Spirit, like he's doing church with us this morning. It's just our church. All the other churches, they don't get them today. We're his favorite. We're we're his favorite. I know, I I, I can't help it. Like, I, I really do think that this is the best church in the world. Like, if there was a better church, I would be going there. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for all of your gifts and your hard work, your blood, your sweat, and your tears. Folks, if you don't know this church, get to know this church. Were ama- i mean the, the people are just priceless they're they're masterpieces they're they, they are they're works of art and i love them dearly all right let's get into the easter message there is a benefit there's a huge life-changing world-changing benefit to the resurrection and the ascension Did you feel your heart stir a little bit when we watch the little video clip like i mean that's just not emotion folks that that resonates with your spirit like there's something, there's like God is in this whole idea of a resurrected Savior that ascends and goes to the right hand of the Father and then eventually gives us the incredible promise of the Holy Spirit. And there's, there's a benefit to this. There's a life-changing, world-changing benefit to the resurrected Christ. He overcame sin and death. Jesus is the master of death now. We, haven't, we don't have to fear it anymore. We get to to step into a couple of incredible things. We're going to talk about three things today. But we get to step into, take part of some incredible benefits. First is that there is a purpose. Like Jesus' resurrection gives us a life-defining purpose. And if you haven't found it yet, I want to encourage you to to push in, to go after God with everything that you've got. Because if you are trying to figure out, hey, who you are, who am I? What is my purpose? What am I here to do? If you're asking those philosophical questions about life because they are philosophical questions, here's the unfortunate truth, the philosophical question of why am I here? What's the purpose of life? Those cannot be answered. The smartest, the biggest brains on the planet can't answer why am I here? But Jesus can and his resurrection does. His resurrection gives us our purpose for living. One of the things that we get really confused about in our American culture and American society is that we are after success over purpose. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying it's, it's wrong to go after success. Like, Jesus wants you to be successful, but he also wants you to get your priorities right. We get it all mixed up. We think that success is better than purpose, and it's not. It's just not. I've seen way too much life being a pastor. I've seen way too much life being in the marketplace. I've seen way too much life being in the humanities. I've seen too much life hanging around rich people. There is no fulfillment in wealth. There might be wealth when you find your purpose, but there is no true fulfillment in that. So what are you going after this morning? You going after success? You want Jesus to be your self-help book? Well, he's not going to do that for you. He's going to save you instead. He's going to save you from himself. Let me read a couple of verses about what Jesus did for us in our purpose through his resurrection, through his overcoming sin and death. This is 2 Corinthians 5.15. Jesus included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life, a far better life than people ever could possibly imagine to live. I added that little part there, sorry. I have a tendency to add to scripture, but usually I tell you when I do it. What are you imagining for your life? Like Jesus has a better imagination than you do. What he's got planned for you outweighs anything that you could possibly come up with on your own, any idea of what you think success is. Jesus is saying, I have purpose for you instead of success. Colossians 1.16. Everything, absolutely everything, got started in Christ Jesus. And everything... Absolutely everything, ready for this, finds its purpose in him. You want to find your purpose? It's really simple. It's in Jesus. And it's in his resurrection in Ephesians 1:11. It is in Christ that we find out who we are. Yeah. We're doing a course right now. You guys can jump in on Thursday nights. It's called Alpha you get to ask these hard questions about life. So maybe you're struggling, maybe, you're, maybe you faded from Christ, maybe you've got no grit at all. You know what actually gets me really excited? Is when I encounter people, and there's, it's becoming more and more these days, when I encounter people that have no grit at all for spiritual matters. Like they've never been in church, or synagogue, or a mosque, or anything. They have no concept. They didn't have the privilege of the stories being told on the flannel board when they were in Sunday school. They got nothing. And you know what is so exciting when you, when, you, when you meet somebody and you delve in and you have a conversation? I want to encourage you to do this. We're way too judgmental in our society, especially as Christians, and we'll judge the person. And I want to encourage you to do this. This is something that I've been doing lately. Like, whether you... I mean, you could be talking to the most horrible person in the world. Regardless, they are made in God's image. All of us in this room have been made and created in God's image. And so somewhere deep inside the midst of every soul, there's the image of God willing, to, wanting to come out. So if you're dealing with somebody that has no grid for spiritual things, I want to encourage you, instead of speaking to the opposition and trying to fight and trying to win them over through apologetics, I want you to look inside their spirit and say, I can see that God is inside of you, and you speak to Jesus that is inside of them. It's going to begin to bubble up, and it's going to begin to to, to rise to the surface, and you, you... they just might choose to, just, to follow Jesus right then and there. It is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for, part of the overall purpose, and he is working it out in everything and in everybody. He's got a purpose for your life. Okay, number two. This is kind of what I'm really excited about. This one applies to people that don't know the Lord yet, but this one also applies to me. I've known the Lord since I accepted him into my heart when I was seven years old in my parents' kitchen. Yes, the Holy Spirit shows up in the kitchen and the dining room table, and the presence of the Holy Spirit can be just as dense there than it can be here in church. Actually, he probably prefers to hang out with you at your dinner table. That's where communion first started to take place, was sitting down as a family, breaking bread and drinking wine. This one applies to everybody, those that have been walking with the Lord their entire lives. Second point, why the benefit of Jesus' resurrection is that Jesus... Has his power waiting for you. Jesus' power, his resurrection power. It's sitting there waiting for us to tap into it. Jesus gives us his resurrection power it it it's okay most of us i don't know i think maybe most of us most of us have jesus living inside of us like the fullness of god is in there father son the holy spirit the whole thing the the whole the whole big works and the reason why it doesn't come out in 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 incredible ways is because we have this the skill and this ability and this framework to limit god and, and his movings in our lives we kind of tell God what to do, but Jesus and the Holy Spirit is prompting our hearts and he wants to get it out. Do you have problems? Huh? I, I tell you what, I've been, I've been walking with the Lord for a long time. I've got problems. I've got all kinds of problems. I have a lot of problems that I can't solve with, on my own. You know this, uh, my last year, I've, I've had physical problems that were impossible to fix. And I leaned into them, and I allowed God to work, and I, and, I, and I surrendered this part of my life, this physical part of my life, and I surrendered that to the Lord. It's like, God, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I really wish I could pray the prayer of faith that heals the sick, but that's not happening. Okay, regardless of what my experience is, I know that your word says that you heal, and so I'm going to, ready for this? I'm going to rely on your power to heal me. All right, listen to this. This is. I hope this comes off exciting. Romans 8:11. And the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, is living in you. Yes. This is biblical truth. This is the stuff that maybe we don't experience, but our experience doesn't matter because this is what the Word of God says. The very spirit, the very power, God's spirit, God's power that raised Jesus from the dead after three days of rotten in a grave, that same force is living inside of you. What? So think about your problems now. Think about your problems. You have resurrection power to overcome your problems. Some of us have some very big problems, Right? I get it. Pastor Josh, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what kind of problems I'm dealing with. And you're right, I don't. I really don't understand everybody's issues. And just when I think that, like, I, no one's experiencing the pain and suffering that I'm experiencing, you know what God tends to do? He'll bring somebody into your life that is worse off than you are. And in that point, you have an opportunity to A, walk away, or be strengthen yourself in the Lord, and in the midst of your weakness, in the midst of your brokenness, you, you give it a good Hail Mary, and you try to minister to somebody else that's hurting. Yes. And actually, that's where your, your health comes from. God's resurrection power is living inside of you. All right, now I want you to think about, okay, we all got them, right? I want you to think about your biggest problem that you have right now. Hmm? What is it? Is it, like, I know, this is going to be a little rough, but I know that some of us in the room, like, your marriage is on the ropes. Like, I guess is like dying on the vine, right? It might even be dead. Like, your marriage might be Dead. And you're just like living together. Do you know that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead can raise your dead marriage? Amen? What is it? Is it your financial situation? Is That's your big problem. You're just overcome by the weight of the world. It's on your shoulders. It doesn't feel like it's going to come off. And have you ever felt so bummed out and drugged down and just like, ah, uh, this area of my life, is just, there's no victory in it. There's victory in Jesus, and that victory resides inside of you. God can resurrect your finances. What else could it be? Could it be... Um, I don't know what else are you what else are you grieving right now? What else is is dead in your life? Sometimes you end up inside of a dead career. It's like you know what? I'm I'm this you know, I'm this age in my life and it didn't quite work out the way that I wanted it to be. You know, when I was younger, I had this this dream that 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 my career would be a little bit different. Look, here's the good news about the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Like he can resurrect, he can resurrect dreams. I want to encourage you, don't give up on your dreams. Let Jesus resurrect them. Like don't even give up on your career. Let Jesus resurrect that career. Here's another thing that I've learned growing up being a pastor. There comes a point when the, the problems in life, are they seem to be bigger than God himself. And is at that point, have you ever been here? Is at that point where you want to give up. Oh, brothers and sisters, I've seen so many people give up. And the reason why you're here today is because God's speaking into your spirit, and he's saying one very specific thing. This is the meat of the whole service. Don't give up. Like, that's why you came here. And maybe if you're thinking about going to another church, no, the reason why you came to this church is for that one message, don't give up. God's telling you, don't give up. I have resurrection power waiting for you in the wings. It's there, it really is. It's good news. It's really, really good news. Uh, obviously Easter's a big deal for the church, right? You guys, it's a big deal, right? And for us, Christmas is a big deal. For, for Granite Creek Community Church, Christmas is a big deal because we get a, we get a camel. Right? Just, we get a camel, so it's a big deal for us. But the very birth of Jesus... Um, The very fact that God himself, the God-man or God's only begotten son would come into our time, would come into our reality, that would take on flesh, that would become so humble, that would become an actual baby, so vulnerable, so pure, so innocent. Like, that's a big deal, that, that God would come into our existence, that he would that he cares so much that he would become a baby, that, that he would care so much that, that he would die on a cross for the forgiveness of our sins. And then he also cares so much, he ascended to heaven, but he cares so much that he sent the Holy Spirit to empower us. As you catch that in that video, God sends his Holy Spirit, like There's another day that we should make a big day in the church, and that's called Pentecost Sunday. That's on May 20th. How about if we make it a big deal? Like, really, because Easter is... uh, Christmas is a big deal. Easter is a big deal. Jesus rose... From the dead for the forgiveness of our sins. He overcame sin and death so that we could be in proper relationship with him. But on Pentecost Sunday, this is why this is this is maybe the maybe this is why we're different than other churches, but it's it's in the Bible. On Pentecost Sunday is when the church was born, when it was became new, when it come, when it when all these really kind of scared guys and gals that were following jesus when they received that resurrection power where tongues of fire fell on their heads they began to speak in other languages instantly like this is big this is big folks this is what the church needs to get back into. We have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. The church is a brand new creation. And what God is calling you into, he's not calling you into an old religion. He's calling you into a brand new creation. We do not need to look culturally like the Jewish church. We need to look like this church, like Jesus can handle you. Like He really is that good. He can come in and just form into every part of your life. He can transform every part of your life. And so if you you feel like you want to quit, if you feel like you want to run away, I want to encourage you to do one thing. Allow the Holy Spirit to come into your heart. Not just receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've got to do that. That's like a deal breaker. You've got to do that. But I also want to encourage you to have the Holy Spirit, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit like they did, to empower the church, to give that church the resurrection power. That's what you need. Don't give up. Say, come Holy Spirit. When you walk out, the next time you feel like you want to give up and run away, or even, for God forbid, take your life. Don't give up say come Holy Spirit I've hit rock bottom there's nothing left there's no more power in me fill me with your resurrection power amen Amen. all right and then the final thing so this was it usually I come up with these really amazing stories right sometimes they revolve around my life sometimes I make stuff up and or I'll just take some, I don't know, classic literature, Shakespeare, whatever. I've I got I to have an illustration, right? I've got to have a story. And I'm like, like dying last night. Like, oh, God, I don't have an illustration for Easter. Would you please speak to me? Give me something practical, Lord. Okay, and so here's the last point of my message. This is what I was studying. And I procrastinate. Do you have any procrastinators in the room? Oh, Yeah. That's good, because procrastination produces better work. It's been proven scientifically. Um, so here's the last. This is the, this is the hope of glory. This is the hope of our salvation. We have a saying around here, and most churches do too, like, heaven doesn't begin when you die. Heaven begins when you invite Jesus into your heart. Heaven is when you say yes to the Lord. And you submit your will to the Lord's will. When you make Jesus the Lord of your life. And you step into the kingdom of heaven now. That's what Jesus preached. That was his message. Kingdom of heaven now. The kingdom of heaven is here. It's around you. You're actually looking at him. Jesus that is, not me. Heaven is here and it is now. Um, I don't know how it all works. But I know that I am going to die. Like this thing. This fleshy stuff is going to die someday. Look folks there is eternity waiting for us. Eternity starts when you step across that line of faith. Like I am in an eternal state right now. Are you? Like I am in an eternal state. Like most of the time I got my head in the clouds. That means that I got my head in heaven. I'm thinking about heavenly things. I want to see the signs. I want to see the wonders. I want to see the, the stuff that Jesus did when he was walking the earth. This is what it means to be in, in heaven, the kingdom of God here and now. But not quite yet. What's the quite yet yet? I don't know. But it's got to be when we die, when we, when we shed this, this shell, and then we get a new one. We get a new body, amen? amen. It's going to take a lot of work to get it to look as good as this one. But we get a new body. And there is no sickness and there is no death in that body. it's going to live forever. And you'll be, your, your, your nose will smell things better. Your eyes, will see, your eyes will see colors that you have never seen before. You can travel at the speed of thought in your own new body. Isn't that cool? That's what Jesus did. His body was able to go through walls. Yours will be too. It's cool. I can't wait. Like that promise, that hope, that only applies to those that have made Jesus their life. That have tapped into his resurrection power. His resurrection power only applies to those that believe. That's the unfortunate truth. But that is true. That's what the Bible says. Let me read you a couple scriptures just to prove it to you. John 11:25 Jesus said, "I am the one who raises the dead and gives them life again." So God's going to be the only one that Jesus is going to be the only one that's going to raise your dead body. No one else can do it. Buddha can't do it, Muhammad can't do it. No like the doctors might be able to resuscitate you. They might be able to, you know, do the defibrillator on you and resuscitate you, but only Jesus, only the spirit of God. That's the only thing that can resurrect we can play God for a second and, re, re, you know, and, you know, you know, rest, you know rest, get somebody back to life for a moment, but not after three days. Anyone who believes in me, even though he dies, shall live again. This is the hope of glory. This, this is the promise that we get, that we're going to live forever, and it's going to be beautiful. Like, you're actually going to want to live together, live forever, he has given eternal life for the believing in me, and he shall never perish. First Peter 1 Peter 1.3. Now we live with, a wonderful ex- with this wonderful expectation, because Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. For God has reserved a priceless eternity for his children. God has an eternity planned out for you for his children. It is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay, and God is in his mighty power. He will protect you until you receive salvation because you are trusting in him. Put your faith, put your hope, trust in Jesus. He, he is worth it. So here's my illustration. So I'm like, I don't know, probably like, what, do you, what happens to you when you're, when, after you die, Right? So that was, uh, that's what I was looking, that's what I was searching for an illustration. So about 10.30 at night, again, procrastination produces better work. <laughs> my friend calls me, and she says, my husband's dad just died. And my, my friend is my neighbor, and they are key leaders in this church. I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to go. He died way too young. He died between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. He, he doesn't get to see his grandkids in their Easter outfits today. Well, he does. He gets it from the point of view from heaven. And so as I'm, I don't know, I've seen many a corpse. I don't, li- I don't like them because there's something not right about death. Like we were not made to die. Every time I see death, I just know that that's not right, and that's not who that person is. That's a, the, the, the shell. It's a shadow. It's not real. It, it, it's just not right. So as I'm in, as I'm in the, the, the room with the, with the body, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, Lord. You know, <laughs> this is the end for us all, isn't it? I don't know who gets to go, who doesn't. Like, I know what the book says. I know what the rule says. If you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you shall be saved. I know that God's purpose for our life is that we shall live life and live it to the full. So I get this stuff. But let's just be frank. Like, I, we, I don't have an inside scoop on who gets to go and who doesn't. I do know that some people that follow all the rules that know God, but they aren't known by God, the Bible says that they don't get to go so knowledge isn't good enough relationships what matters and so th- th- i've done funerals for believers and there's just an incredible hope they've they've latched onto this eternity thing there's that hope of glory they get it they they're, they're there right and then i've done some funerals where it's like oh my gosh this is depressing they never knew him like, this is actually something to grieve about. And I kid you not. As I'm with my friends, and as if we're, 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 we're with the body in the room, this does not happen to me all the time, but I get an open vision of my friend. You know, he's done church with us a few times, and I've done barbecues with him many a time. And I get an open vision of him, and I see him in heaven. very vivid very clear this does not happen to me all the time i wish that it did and i wasn't expecting it i wasn't going after it i was just going to hang out with my friends but i get this open vision because the lord wanted me to minister to the family and the lord wanted me to tell the whole family that he that the grandpa is going to be waiting for you in heaven the dad is there he's going to he made it And it was so clear, it was like this young man, like I saw the decrepit old body, but in the open vision, like he was 20 something years old and he was a stud and he was strong and he had that bravado and he was good looking. Like he was the best version of himself. And he was drinking iced tea of all things. (laughs) And he was under a tree and he had his favorite animals around him. Yeah, I kind of believe in that one. That, one, my, that one's not in the Bible, but I, I'm pretty sure that my dogs are in heaven waiting for me, except for that one dog. Um, he went somewhere else. <laughs> don't tell your, your, your uh, Bible-thumping neighbor I said that. I'll deny it. I completely lie about animals going to heaven. We don't know that but I want to believe. Okay, if I could get the band and the ushers to come to the front, and as they're on their way up, here's the thought, here's the take home. Don't give up, don't quit. You have resurrection power, you have a purpose. And here's the, here's the million dollar question. If I was gonna bury you tomorrow, would God give me an open vision of your, inter, of your eternity? I, I, I pray to God that he would. There is a heaven. There is a hell. Jesus wants you to spend eternity with him in heaven. Would you stand with me? Bow your heads, close your eyes. Holy Spirit, we thank you so much for showing up to our church on Easter Sunday. And I pray right now that we begin to receive your resurrection power deep inside of us. The word of God says that there is a, there's a process. You need to, to believe that Jesus is God's son. But here's the minor issue with that: is that. The devil himself believes that Jesus is God's son. So it ain't good enough just to believe. You have to make Jesus the Lord of your life in order to enter into his paradise. So every eye closed, every head bowed, if you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life, it's Raise your hand. No one else, no one's looking but me and the band. I see you, God bless you. 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 Amen. I see you, God bless you. I see you, God bless you. Salvation is here today. Never give up on your salvation. Never give up on your resurrected power. It is inside of you. God, right now, I pray right now that your Holy Spirit just seals this moment in, the, in spirit and in truth, God. Give us the ability, give us the strength to fellowship well, to celebrate your resurrection, your power well this morning. We pray this in your name. Amen.